manufacturing, technology, hot topics, and a little bit of tomfoolery. This is the MTD Podcast. We are back. We've been away for a while. I am joined, well, obviously myself, Colin Griffiths, and Gio, your full name. Hi, Carl. Albanese. Gio Albanese. And uh, Gio, have you recovered, Colin, from Emo? I have. Have you? Well, maybe Paul, Paul and Gio, I think they had a, they had a while of a time. Yeah, they did. Well, Paul's, you know, he's, he's absent at the moment, so he'll be joining us shortly. But well, that tells in, you all you need to know about Emo, of course. He's still in quarantine. But this is Series <laughs> 2, Episode 1. If anybody has been wondering where we've been, we've been building up to Emo, which was, I would say, well, one word described. My word is frenetic. God, that stunned looks round. Oh, I'm trying to think of a bigger word. Colin, I'm struggling, I must admit. Um, tiring would be mine. Geo, innovative. In, oh, yeah. blimey, that's a bigger word. <laughs> so what we're going to do then, it's I think people who don't know Emo, which any engineer, I think they will do, 27 halls of, well, machine tools, software. Engineering porn. Well, you could say that if you like, Geo. New technologies and new innovations that we fell upon. We fell upon. So I think that is perfect for us to showcase or talk about things we saw that really, really stood out. So I'm going to open it up to... Joe first. Me first. Wow. Okay. So th- there was lots. Difficult to pick, isn't it? But I'm going to choose the Mazak Smooth AI to start off with. What on earth is that? So Mazak Smooth is a control. It's been around for maybe three years, I would think, something like that. But the AI is a fairly new, well, it is a new enhancement, European premier at EMO. AI meaning artificial intelligence. They're looking at programming on the fly that you can control your robot from your control. So you don't need to go and learn third-party software automated machine, um, machine tending, yeah, spindle compensation, there's, there's lots. I'm thinking Terminator, mate. Robots are taking over. The, the robots are taking over. In theory, drag and drop programming. Uh, dragon? Or drag dragon? and oh, drop. Oh, drag and drop, sorry. A, a true digital twin. So, do you know what a digital twin is, Colin? I've got a twin brother, but he's not digital. No, do you know what it means, Might though? Might be no, soon in absolutely. the future. <laughs> and, and just for the people at home, he has got one. It's slightly better looking, Colin, but I believe you are twins. Uh, I'm Brad Pitt, he is armpit, but moving on quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a digital twin, which is the most exciting element. So, a digital twin is when you've got the same machining environment in your office as this out on the machine tool. So, essentially, what happens on your desktop is what happens in the machining environment. And that's not new. But typically, like an Integrex, we're talking Mazak, so let's talk about an Integrex. No two will ever be the same. There'll always be slightly differences in the structure, in the build. But with a digital twin, you can be assured that they are, as the name would suggest, it's a twin. Artificial intelligence was something that we've seen on the Esprit stand as well, wasn't it? We met the founder. I didn't didn't open up to you, but okay. Thanks for that, Joe. What, what stood out for you, Joe? No, just uh, keeping <laughs> on the theme of artificial intelligence. So I, I, I learned about that um, at Emo. I never really heard of it before in the past. But we were invited onto the Esprit Stand, a, a CAD CAM company. Right. Um, and they say that they've revolutionised the way in which people can programme, design, manufacture. It completely revolutionise how this is done. So effectively in the past when it, it required manual intervention... Now it doesn't. The, the computers are teaching themselves um, from, you know, from from what would take a human a lifetime to learn. They can teach themselves in in, in minutes, apparently, which is quite scary. scary. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Elon Musk stuff, isn't it? It is Elon very, Musk, very yeah. scary. It is. Right, Colin, how about you? Your I'm, highlight I'm of the show. Well, I saw, we did see absolutely loads, and I'm, I've got my list here, and I'm trying to think. One thing I thought was GF, and they did some um, AM. GFAM, yep, George Fisher Additive Manufacturing. You got it, absolutely. Yeah. But they had, because they, I thought, 
there's always a question mark over 3D printing, additive manufacturing, aerospace parts. But they 3D printed a jet engine exhaust nozzle. Easy for me to say. Absolutely amazing. Looked like something out of the Game of Thrones. It was just Is that fantastic. what your social media post was? Oh, just giving out giving out the answer if they haven't put it up yet. Yeah, it did look it nice, was. actually. It was amazing. That, yeah. And also some jet injector nozzles as well. And they're printing uh, about 20 at a time. So, you know, almost production. What material? And it was in Canel. I'll tell you a true story as well. I was oh, at no, a, a wine event at the weekend and I met a lady from George Fisher whom had been watching all of MTD's activity at Emo. Oh, I think you got that one because the lady who's married to George Fisher. Is a <laughs> guy no, not George Clooney, George Fisher. He works in a co-op down the road. <laughs> so Come on, guys, we're being distracted here. So George Fisher, a bit of additive manufacturing, absolutely amazing stuff. Joe, what else? Oh, there's an abundance, Colin. Where'd you, where'd you start? Um, well, I wish you would. <laughs> I'm going to go with the RF100 Speed from Gearing. It's a, it's a product that's been around, for, again, for 12 months, but they've recently added a... Just so you don't, and if you know, it's an, it's an end mill, essentially. Right. Carbon end mill. I can say, assume, assume our audience don't know. Okay, so I R, don't RF100 either. Speed's been out for approximately 12 months as a four flute variant. So they've now introduced five and seven flute, would you believe? So high, high efficiency ruffing. Uh, the flute's got chip breakers, so uh, reduce your chip thickness so you can push your feed rates. And it's up to seven flute now. So you imagine tracoid a minimum of seven flutes. And, not, and it's a strong, strong as well, so you're not going to... And you've got the chip thinning, so you're not going to choke your tall and... Ultimately, have a failure. Reviewed, okay. we've, we've reviewed, we reviewed <laughs> um, their memory didn't we? And Is that I the think one that you forgot to press record on, Joe? It was actually, oh. but we'll have to uh, <laughs> re-review re them. Fortunately, I did it earlier in the week, so we've got it. We've got it. As See well. what I have to work so with. It's but very, it's very hard to kind of reinvent the wheel, if you like. But so, especially with end mills and, and technology like that. But what Goering have done, what we can make of it to actually incorporate chip breakers into the flutes of the end mills is revolutionary, isn't it? It's something quite new. I've never noticed it before. Well, those chip breakers, though, it's. I mean. Because I saw some, they actually had some at the Kia Sierra SGS stand as well, and they'd gone seven flute as well. And this is for aerospace. Mine's better than yours. Oh, whatever. But um, the chip breakers essentially just grooves in the flute on the way, all the way down. I mean, not to make it sound really, really simple, but is that the same? with, with It looks up? simple. It yeah. looks like you've just put grooves on it, but there is, that's a mathematical equation where you put those, right. believe it or not, because you need to get optimum chip thinning. It's easy just to put them anywhere. That's where your mate algorithm came in. Uh, Al, he's a nice, yeah, he's a nice guy, Al. But yeah, old no. AG, I don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll fill him in later. But yeah, <laughs> no, 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 for sure, there's a lot of cutting tool innovation. You're absolutely right. There's very rarely a product that is brand new that no one else has got. But, it, you know, it's a change of a theme. I'm sure the SGS is, is great. I haven't seen it myself. But the Goering one. Right, you can't just say it. Apologies. But the, uh, the Goering product is astounding. Really good. Right. Joe, you've, enough of Joe. Uh, GA. We've just recently taken on a new client, SMW Autoblock Talbot. We were fortunate enough to be invited onto their stand. And they did a world first, um, a, a brand new vice. Now, um, we world all know. First, are you sure? Yes, it, yes, it was. Yeah, T totally oh. brand new innovation. So, I've what voice? No, I've seen voices before, Jim. Yeah, but this one is, oh, right. is 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 totally revolutionary. So basically, <laughs> we've seen single station, we've seen dual station, and we've seen centric grippers, but we've not seen one that incorporates all three different mechanisms. So they've come up with this new, uh, totally. Uh, patented design in which it can be used as a single station, a dual station, or a centric gripper. So effectively, you could be using it on a fifth axis machine, on a three axis machine, on a horizontal, and it can be used in all different with, with all different elements. So, say for example, if you wanted to just hold on 
um, three mil excess material, use it as a centric gripper and centralize your part, you can. If you wanted to use it in single station mode, open up capacity, you can. It didn't need any crimping machine. They um, actually used like carbide inserts, carbide serrated inserts, which you could just um, incorporate into the jaw. Well, just dense the material. Yeah, in, in, in dense the material. It's got enough clamping force to be able to indent it itself without needing it. Uh, there's so many innovations with this product, yeah. which, um, yeah, can't wait to see it in the UK. Absolutely. It will be coming to the UK market very soon. Very soon, okay. Yeah. Now, my turn. Come on, let me have a go, guys. I, I mean, again, I've got a list of things, absolutely amazing. When you go to stand and you're chatting with one of the engineers who's got a massive smile on it, smile on it. I mean, they're, they're normally pretty cheery. It's because you were there on Friday. They weren't smiling <laughs> Monday, Carl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, it's just so enthused by this new product. And that was on the Citizen stand. They had a number of new, new things. But they had, I mean, can't remember, I think it was a BNA 64. I might be um, wrong on that. But it well, was, I need to know, Colin, is that is that what it was called or not? I can't actually, off the top of my head, because you caught, you caught me caught me on a hot there, but you, on the turret, it had B-axis, fully 360 degrees, rotating B-axis on the turret as well. Yeah, absolutely. You're trying to picture that, aren't you, Joe? So you've got your normal turret with your driven yeah, tools, yeah, yeah. and then as a plug-in... One turret, single turret. They can have, uh, no, this one had tw twin turret, twin spindle, but on, one, on the turret, six of those stations would hold this B-axis, which we could have then... So again, it's a, a modular, modular aspect yeah. and you're adding more axis. Absolutely. And it was just amazing. Like, so you can have a B-axis in a slider, you have a B-axis in a slider, mm -hmm. which could be manual, sort of indexable or simultaneous. But this was on the turret on a fixed head. And it's yeah, just I think totally I modular. Mean, just uh, I'm fairly sure I've seen online Star release something similar. No, this is first of all, still prototype. Still prototype. <laughs> be reviewing this yeah. soon? Absolutely. Brilliant. We will. Brilliant. So there you go. Right. Guys, I think that's enough. But if we want to chat some more, Emo, I think we're going to have to do another podcast. What do you reckon? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That's why I'm here, Gio. <laughs> it's what not very you, often Joe? you have good um, ideas. I get bored fairly easy, Colin, I must admit. Oh. Depend, depends if we're going to change the personnel. All right. I'm happy to stand down. Yeah, be put down, maybe. Well, that's <laughs> it. Anyway, MTD Podcast Series 2, number one. Emo, all about Emo. We had a fantastic time. 27 halls of engineering, what did you call it? Masterclass. Oh, Masterclass. I thought it was something different there. Eh? An abundance of technology. Okay. We had, yeah. Was it 140,000 visitors, was it, did I read? A lot of visitors, mate. So absolutely fantastic. I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back relatively soon, I would say. Cheers, Colin. Have a great day. Cheers, Joe, Gio. See you soon.